Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 24. That's the right number. It is the right number this time. <laughs> this is our Hurricane Dorian special. Yeah. Because we're in Florida. <laughs> We are in Florida. That's almost a reason for it not to be the hurricane special, because luckily we were not in the storm's path as was expected. So we are basically in Orlando, Florida. That's where we run the show from. And uh, that's sort of rounding to the nearest big city. We're actually in Apopka. But um, it was projected to hit us a few days ago at like a Category 5. It totally obliterated the Bahamas, and we'll talk a little bit about that in the show. But luckily, you know, we hunkered down, we got all the stuff we needed to, and it barely sprinkled some rain for maybe an hour, a little bit of wind. Yeah, we didn't see very much of it, which we are very grateful for. Very grateful for. Uh, but you know what it does? It does tell me that we are a, we are. Far from being able to predict the weather like we pretend we can do. I don't believe Mother Nature can be predicted. Thank you very much. I'm telling you. Well, (laughs) so before we get into that, I did want to take a quick minute to wish my daughter, Rachel, a happy birthday. She, her birthday was right during the storm or what part of the storm we did get. So we couldn't really go do anything. We stayed inside. Well, we stayed inside for safety, even yep. though it looked beautiful out all weekend. Yeah, you know, that know. calm before the storm. That's right. You don't really want to add to the chaos to the roads. So we ended up staying inside. Indeed. So that's what she did for her birthday weekend. Yes. But you guys did play Just Dance. We did. Last night. I say you guys because I played, yeah. but I kind of just and stand we there. we really should have been doing that every day <laughs> because my body is sore from sitting around for three days. Yes. And... You go a little stir crazy too. Yes, and I think we've seen maybe five, four, or five movies in the past three days, yes. and we are not those people. So, and, we, am, and we've worked, and we've and we have you worked, know, done stuff like that. Indeed. And I organized the closet. You I did, got oh, bored. That's right, you got bored and organized the closet. <laughs> I, uh, I I did some story mapping for writing. Um, you know, I watched a lot of movies with Rachel, and uh, anyway, I did want to wish her happy birthday. Kind of a bummer, but we we went out a few days ahead of time and celebrated her birthday dinner, and she got to open her presents. Yeah. So, I, and I wanted to wish my baby boy a happy birthday, indeed, because his was a few days before it, Rachel's. It sure was. So my firstborn turned a quarter of a century old. Wow, that seems impossible. 30th. That's right, and he kind of got me a present. I got a new grand fur baby. Oh, the Lord. The cutest little puppy it named really Louie. <laughs> you know, I didn't get to see the puppy we'll in person. Uh, yeah, we'll post a picture, <laughs> but it was. I'm getting like dog fever now, and I'm trying not to because I, I've been saying this forever, but I just I kind of want things to be done around here, and I don't want to deal with that. Well, so, we need to be able to give our full attention when we're here yeah. to, and he, you know, it needs to have a nice yard and we can't worry about him getting hurt outside. Right. I say him because we already know we're getting a boy dog. I agree with that <laughs> for sure. But Taylor and Austin's dog is so cute and they already have a cute little one, Lily. Yep. And she, That's she the is best just, dog. Oh, I've met that one. Yeah. She is just so sweet. But the other one, and it goes in a litter box, the little tiny one. It's like a pound. It's that like is crazy. Tiny. So Freaking cute, but that I don't is. want one that little. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lily, what, what kind of dog is that? Do you it, know? It's, remember, she said it's some type of Yorkie. Right. Um, it, 
you know, not the traditional ones yeah. that you're thinking of. She's a little softer and, you know, a little more curly yeah. with her hair. But well, it's some also type of some Yorkie. type of Yorkie. Yeah. It's also not a teacup Yorkie, so it's not no, one of those teeny tiny bigger, ones. Yeah. She's bigger, but really cool dog. And yeah. every time I've seen her, I'm like, oh, this is the kind of dog I want. Yeah, the other one will be maybe three pounds. That is a tiny dog. I know. Could you imagine it wow. wet? It probably looks like a little rat running around. No kidding. Cute little rat. <laughs> well, and speaking of dogs and hurricanes, I know that that dogs and animals freak out during the storms too. So I imagine those of you out there with dogs and pets may have had a harder time than we did. Um, as I said, we prepared for the hurricane. What I've learned in my 48 years in Florida is when the hurricane is coming, especially a big monster storm like that, you want to prepare for it, but you don't want to overdo it, yet you don't want to underdo it, really, exactly. if that's a saying. Um, you know, I, I, I was sort of um, joking a little bit when it didn't hit us about you know, and back to the future, they, you know, Doc Brown looks at his watch and then gets in the car and lets the rain finish and then gets out. And well, the funny thing is that's in the, this little nerd culture, uh, history, but in that movie, they go to the year 2015. So they were predicting by 2015, you'd be able to, you know, navigate the weather that well. Oh yeah. And because the storm did something that nobody expected until a couple days before they started predicting, but initially mm-hmm. it was going to hit us with every model. And what it did is it really kind of traveled down the East coast to Florida so far offshore that it really did. We didn't get the bad stuff anywhere in Florida this time. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. But anyway, um, it made me think that for people that are in a hurricane's path ever, it's good to have a list of supplies that you should get. So we're going to post a link in the show notes about that. Yeah. Um, I also have my own personal list that I'm going to put in the show notes as well. This to me has really been what we refer to as the camping list uh-huh. because all the years we go camping and it's I've added things like, oh yeah, I needed this. I needed some rope. I need, and I have found a lot of that stuff is actually valuable stuff for a hurricane. Like they don't normally tell you in a, nor, in a normal hurricane list to have ropes and tarp. And it sounds crazy, but if you do get a window busted out mm-hmm. or a tree lands on the corner of your house, you obviously can't go out during the storm. But as soon as it passes, you may not be able to get out of your neighborhood if it was a bad one. I have been there when I lived in Sanford, Hurricane Charlie. We couldn't leave our street. You couldn't get out because of the trees. So having a tarp, having some rope, you can cover the holes in your house. There's things like that that I'll include in that sort of camping list. Yeah, and I feel like as Floridians, you know, we we are at a higher risk for facing, you know, hurricanes like so many of these um, states that lay on the border of, you know, the United States. Yep, indeed. As well as the islands, right? Right. But we seem to be not very well prepared in advance. It's all of us. It, it's, it's true. It's, there's very few of us that are prepared in advance. We know that hurricane season lasts from June to November, but we're all doing the same thing. We're guilty of it too. Scrambling. Two days before sure. going to get water. Come on, Angie. Get it together. Well, you, there, know? you know, there are some people I know, um, and Matt Sharkey, if you're listening, I know you're one of them. So there's some people I know, typically ex-military people that are on it. They have all their supplies. They have their go-to box of supplies. So they're really just buying the extras that go bad, maybe some food or whatever, new batteries. But we 
sad to admit here, don't have that hurricane box. No. And, and I we think, say every year that we're going to create it. I know. And so you know are what? we going to do it this year? We, should, like, we really should. Even though we have a very small house and minimal storage, I think you should at least have some of the basics so that when the time does come, you do have to go out and get new water. You do have to go out and course. get new food. But you can have the basics like, you know, pen paper, a lighter, candles, batteries, things that really aren't going to go bad just sitting around in a box for a few years. Yeah. And you know, I've always wanted to have some type of kit like that. What happens if you have to get up and flee your house for some reason? What things would you absolutely need to bring you with you in case of a real emergency? An iPad, my Mac, my iPhone, (laughs) my GoPro. I'll get all that stuff ready. Like um, a a first aid kit, matches, like these things that... Okay, like let's talk about the movie. What's the movie with with uh, Patrick Swayze? Dirty they, Dancing. No, not Dirty Dancing. Ghost. Where, where they have to go into the woods. It's like oh, Red, Red Dawn. Dawn. They I, remade that. It reminds that. me of that movie. Yeah. Okay, because you. I'm sorry, people. We never know when something crazy like this could happen. Everybody has said that's never going to happen. Yeah. And it happened to them, right? Yeah. So people have lived through things like this. So why don't we have something like that? It, uh, all-purpose emergency kit. And you and you know what? You have people that do. I, we're Not just, most people, though. True. You know? Yeah. Like the military people, yeah. Or people that have maybe been through some type of disaster or something before, yeah. and now they're prepared. But right. I would say the majority of us, we don't think about That's stuff like that. That's probably true. That's probably very true. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I'll put a link to uh, a list of hurricane supplies. Uh, there's a couple websites out there. I'll put a link to those. I'll also put a link to my personal camping list because I feel like some of that stuff is valid and, hey, use it for a camping list if yeah, you want. I'm yeah. proud of that list. It took many years to build. <laughs> that was during the um, the Boy Scout and Girl Scout years? It was, yeah. <laughs> I would find when I got it, we're changing subjects a yeah. bit because some of this stuff isn't really hurricane stuff, but I would find each time I went camping, there was something else I wished I would have brought, like a broom or rope or like yeah, I said. Yeah. And it got to the point to where... You know, all the Girl Scout moms and dads and Boy Scout moms and dads were asking for my list because it was complete. Yeah. Maybe a little OCD, but you did not get out that there. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, you did not get out there and go, you know, I wish I would have brought this or that because you yeah. had it. Yeah, it was, cool. it was there. So anyway, um, something else I wanted to point out. Don't ever want to go negative on the show, but as a Floridian who has been here my whole life, I know that the destruction and the loss of life from some of these storms is something to be taken very serious. Of course. And we'll we'll talk a little bit about donating to help further in the show, but sometimes the way that we blow off steam and prevent ourselves from having like an absolute panic attack is to make jokes about it. You'll see what's called memes, which are the pictures with the mm-hmm. captions on them about the hurricane. And one of them I posted was like, clearly it was a picture of some people saving animals from a flood. And it was two guys carrying a, an actual pig. And then the caption said, me, after being rescued, after eating all my hurricane snacks. It's funny, right? Yeah. That kind of stuff is great. And the Publix grocery stores here made a cookie cake with frosting on it that looked like Florida and the hurricane coming. And apparently, because people talk about having hurricane parties, of course, it's what we do. In it's Florida. what we do, and it's how we prevent ourselves from getting too scared. So you stay yeah. prepared, but sometimes you need to be able to blow off steam. Of course, there was a, a an individual or a group of individuals that had commented it was in poor taste, so Publix took it down, and it, it just reminded me that sometimes 
you got to not get upset over the little things. It could be argued that you lost a family member in a storm. Okay, fine. That's not what the cake is about. It's not trying to make a joke about it. But I just felt like you really have to lighten up about things. It helps reduce stress, especially at times like this when a storm is coming and you're worried. So I, I guess I just wanted to express my opinion around that because I feel like we can take everything serious. We can all say we have some personal experience that that affected us some trauma in our life. And so we can say, hey, every time I see lightning, every time I see a boat, you know, whatever it is, it yeah, reminds it me of can this. can be anything, right? But that's, you know, you know that's not the intention of things. People are just trying to make their way through some of these things without, you know, having a panic attack, without being stressed out. So lighten up a little bit, people, you know? Yeah, I think so too. I feel like we all can be, you know, we've got to really look at ourselves and go... Really, how offensive is it? Right. You know, I you know, mean, and, and you look, know that nobody was doing it to malicious, uh, maliciously. You know? Right. Like you got. Don't get me started. I know. I know. Be and positive. I, and you know what? I'm also <laughs> one of these people that tries to be cognizant of other people's feelings, and you know that about me. And those of you that know me know that about me. But I just think enough is enough. Sometimes, you, you know, it's hard to. As I said to a friend of mine online, trying to be cognizant of every little thing that everyone might be upset by. You it's can't like, do anything. You can't. I mean, why even talk? It's you gymnastics know? in a minefield. Yeah. It's, you just can't do it. Really? Seriously. You yeah. can't. So talking about donating, um, as you were you know, mentioning. Yep. So right now, of course, this is when people start thinking about donating and I mean, I just want to say we brought this up before to be careful with your donating. Make sure it's reputable company yes, that you're indeed. donating to. Yep. And the other thing is, um, one of the things I thought of is to make sure you're donating to an organization that has experience in disaster relief, because yep. that is what's needed right now, um, is people that know what they're doing when they're going over to the Bahamas to help. Right. They, you know, they've done this before. They know what's needed. They know what to bring. They know who they're looking for to help volunteer, which yep. is really anybody right now. But really, they do look for people that have construction skills and stuff like that right now as Indeed. well. You yep. know? Yep. I agree with you. I think I even saw in, on uh, Facebook, someone was gathering money. An individual was gathering money for Bahama Relief. And I went to it and... It's one of these things where they already had $10,000 in donations, and this may have been 100% uh, legitimate, but this was an individual with no other information, and she could have been 100% genuine, but you know, what happens sometimes is you say, you know, I'm going to gather money, so I'm going to start this thing, I'm going to put links in it, it's a GoFundMe, you get $10,000, and even if you have the best intentions, maybe all of a sudden you realize, I don't even know how to get this to them, I don't know what to do, how to send it. Yep. You know, so I, for me, I feel much more comfortable going through some of the more established With places. something like this, definitely, yeah. as well. You know what I mean? Like, that that way the money is getting where it needs to go immediately. Right. You Indeed. know, because it's needed now. There doesn't need to be a delay in when it's donated. Of course. It needs now. And the other thing I was thinking of, how you're talking about not be overprepared or underprepared. Well, a lot of people are overprepared yeah. when it comes to a storm. And then they try to return their items afterwards, their canned food or whatever, because they don't need it anymore, right? right? So We're guilty of that. Yeah. um, You know, and instead of returning these to the store, why not look to a local organization that you could donate these to, such as 
who we work with, Bags of Hope. Right. You know, they will be more than happy to take those extras and they'll be going towards a good cause. I don't think these items that you, I don't think there's an organization you can donate to to help with the relief efforts in um, the Bahamas. Yeah. I think what they're looking for is more like doing an Amazon order. So it's going directly there. Yes, I saw that actually. Yeah. You can you can actually go to that. We'll put a link in the show notes for that, but you can go to Amazon. They have a page set up where you can send money to like the Red Cross or uh, there's a couple other organizations that are set up now, the big organizations that are helping yes. the Bahamas. Or there's a list of the things they need, like diapers, and you can go to Amazon's page. Again, we'll put the link. You can select diapers and you can send it to them. You don't have to fill out anything. It's a it's a really easy way to send them the supplies they need. Yes. And, you know, the other thing is, you know how you were saying to make a, to put things on a hurricane list that you don't normally think of? Yes. That's one of the things I found is that they look, there are certain things that they need during a disaster like this that we don't normally think of. We right. normally think of water and food and medical supplies. Sure and um, baby items and things like that. But one of the websites that I looked up, um, there's this company called Soul Relief, and they're asking experienced pilots to volunteer their time in flying supplies and people in and out of the affected areas. Wow. So I thought that was really cool. So we can put a link in for that. So if you do have some pilot um, experience, if you're an experienced pilot or if you have a plane even that you could use because i've i've known people that have had smaller planes and i actually used to have a client uh, or a customer at fit life who she was a pilot and they owned a home in the bahamas so i'm sure they you know have been devastated by this storm as well so have people been flying their own planes into this i'm sure thing? i'm That's sure that crazy. they do um, but some of the things that were on this list that they're accepting these um, donations for are things like generators, extension cords, chainsaws. I mean, think of it because think of the devastation, yep. right? Um, and, you know, that, that's a great point because a lot of places I saw a guy post on uh, one of the groups I subscribe to on Facebook that he bought a generator from Ace and Ace does not accept returns on hurricane stuff. At least yeah. that's what he said. So I know it's a big ticket item, but if you already bought it, you don't need it. They need it. They need it. Yeah. Some of the other things on here I thought were like cleaning supplies, unused blankets, um, pet food. A lot of people forget about the pets during this time. Yep. Um, solar phone chargers, phone battery packs. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's just, it's things that we don't normally think of Hygiene products was another one. That's probably something yeah. that is thought of um, quite often. But I just thought um, this is a really good list for things that are overlooked sometimes. Wow. So we'll yeah. post that. And and the thing about you know volunteering your time if you're a pilot, that's pretty amazing. It is. And that there's a group that's organizing this, that's really pretty cool. That is cool. I didn't, I'd love to read up more on that. So we'll yeah. put a link in the show notes uh, so you can do the same. Yeah, so I thought that was um, that was pretty cool. So, well, I'm glad that we are safe here in Florida. Me and too. We have not, you know, faced another bad hurricane, but there are a couple more behind it. So right. we're hoping that those veer away from the Bahamas, definitely, and just stay out in the ocean. Yeah, just stay out there. Don't come really. to land anywhere. We don't need any more. You know, I, I think um, you nailed it. Um, it's one thing to say I hope it doesn't come hit us, which I do hope. But I say even even 
primarily before that, please don't hit the Bahamas, whatever's yeah. coming. And I just think of the the people in the islands, they're there's no slowdown for the storm. You know what I mean? It's just building momentum above the ocean and it just barrels right over them. The islands aren't big enough to slow it down. It just, it just devastates them. At least with us, it, they, it's there's something to kind of stop it once the it hits wind us shear, a little whatever. bit. I, yeah. We're probably using a bunch of terms that are incorrect, but I do know that when the hurricanes well, you know, we're hit not land, one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, it may not even be called wind shear. I, I don't know where I got that from, but I know that when it <laughs> I hits, like the way it sounds. I, th- I think that might be what it's called. But when they when it hits land, yeah, it typically does uh, start um, slowing it yeah. down a little. And the thing about this storm is, I have never, at least that I can recall, I have never seen. A hurricane just sort of park, and this well, hurricane I don't just think that they parked never itself. Did, yeah, you know um, what are they called? Forecasters. Yeah. Well, I know they did. Meteorologists. Yeah. I don't um, think they've ever seen anything like that either. It was just people were kind of baffled by it. Well, I think that. So I don't. I I read a little bit about this, but the you know there's the jet stream, there's a low pressure system or something coming down. I'm probably getting all this wrong, but there were <laughs> there were different weather systems out there that were pushing and preventing. The hurricane from moving, so it just sat there yeah. over the Bahamas. Just I think just a click north of the Bahamas, and just terrorized them for days. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, I read over 10, 12, 13 feet of water, maybe even more in some areas. No, I saw some of the pictures and it looked really, it oh. looked bad. I mean, their whole airport was underwater. Yes, I mean it's an island. Yep. Pretty much the whole thing is it's not that much above sea level anyway. Right. And there was pictures out there of, you know, what used to be neighborhoods. And if you've ever seen the pictures like post-tornado where you can see the tornado path where it tore down a house here and three houses there and four houses. There, that This is the entire neighborhood. There's five houses left anywhere. All the rest of it is rubble. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm surprised there wasn't more loss of life. It's been horrible what loss of yeah. life there was but th- these people are devastated yeah i mean the entire area is oh, devastated it's so just craziness it it's really craziness. is yeah yeah so do what you can to help donate we'll do what we can to help donate and if yeah. everybody puts in contributes a little bit hopefully we can help them um get back on recover. their feet quickly and recover yeah. and and just send our positive thoughts prayers whatever it is you do their way yep. and hope that another storm doesn't come through um, as they're trying to get everything back, you know, back together to somewhat normal, yep. which will take a long time. Indeed. I did also read that a lot of the uh, the big companies like Carnival Cruise Lines, they're helping now. Good. Um, Disney is helping. Well, they should be. Uh, yeah. Right? I don't, I don't know <laughs> the, um, the, the details of how they're helping. Hope, hopefully it's substantially. Yeah. I hope um, so too. But uh, yeah, anyway, anybody can help. Yes. And so this week, upcoming um, on Saturday, we have the Golden Warrior Festival. Yes, indeed, we do. Which, you know, we didn't, I was talking to Elena, we did not know what was going to go on, but the show goes on. Yep. And we will be talking about childhood cancer awareness that September 1st started Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So decorate your doors gold. Put a sign in your yard, whatever it may be. Right. Wear a gold ribbon around. Um, I know the police officers will be doing that in Apopka as well as the fire department. So that's pretty darn awesome. Now, on today, which we are recording on a Wednesday, September 4th, it was supposed to be the proclamation at the um, city hall yep. for um, 
turning a popka gold to bring awareness to childhood cancer awareness month but that was canceled due to hurricane dorian so they moved that to september 11th so september 11th they will be doing that proclamation at um the city hall so i think that's pretty cool that is pretty cool it's a weird date for that actually but I guess they, there's only, so many, it. only yeah. so many dates available yeah. for them. But uh, I mean, and they'll be lighting up the city hall gold. And yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. But and set- I'm so excited to, to be at the event and do what we can to help. We'll yeah. have a, we'll have a, uh, an area out there yeah. for the podcast. We'll be doing some live broadcasting and, uh, you know, trying to help out however we can. And next year, hopefully we can help out even more. Um, now that we kind of know about it and are getting more involved with it. And I know Elena has been busy with treatments for her son. So yep. it's been kind of a crazy roller coaster of her trying to yeah. get this event together. But kudos to her for doing it and trying to bring awareness to the community. Indeed. And I, I think uh, now that we've gotten in contact with Elena and we've uh, been you know, communicating and working with her, I think uh, maybe we can get involved a little sooner next year and maybe take more of the ball and kind of help her. She can get, yeah. she can direct us, but we can be the quarterback. Yeah. On this one. Yeah. Just take some of the weight off her shoulders. Exactly. I have people that are willing to volunteer already. Veronica, she is like on board with Indeed. it. Mindy, my sister, my mom, I have people that are um, yeah, that are ready. You we know, have. So. We, I think we have a good set of family and friends that would dedicate oh, a lot of time and money and and whatever it takes to to help out. So absolutely. And, and I'm excited about the event, and we're going to keep it a positive event, and we're going to, um, you know, do every can everything we can to raise awareness, um, and we're going to avoid any negativity around it. That's right. Yeah, because we want to make it a day about, even though it can, you know, be viewed in a negative light. We don't want to view it like that. We want to view this as a, an opportunity to educate people about yes. childhood cancer. Right. About, um, and also let them know the hardships that families do go through. I know that does sound a li- little negative, but I, f- I feel like this is a part of making people aware of, you know, there's people right in your community that are going through this and how can we help? That's how we keep it positive. How can we help? Sure. How can we give of ourselves, our time, our resources to help with this? Yeah. Um, it, you know, this problem, this issue that fam, some families are facing right here in the community. Right. And in your community, wherever you may be. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Very excited about it. So that's what we're doing this week, just working and getting back in the groove of having a couple of days off, kind of off because yep. of, of what was going on yeah, it, on the I think weather. It was four days, I would say, everyone kind of got derailed yeah. in preparation for the storm. Yeah, definitely. And it's, and it's kind of goofed us up as it relates to planned guests. And I'm traveling two weeks out of this month. I'll be yes. in uh, Houston next week. I'll be in uh, Chicago the week after that. Yeah. So it's definitely making the it's making our guest situation a little challenging in September. That's okay though. People like hearing our voice, so you're going to hear our voice for a couple of the um, episodes. Well, you hear our voice anyway when we're the guest, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like we're not going to have a guest on a couple episodes, but that's okay. We'll have plenty to talk about. Indeed. We'll have plenty to talk about. And you know what? We're doing this coming up weekend. I have to. We're getting outside. We are going outside and I want to go kayaking. Oh my gosh. So do I. I'm in. All right. So we're going to go kayaking in a new river. So I'm not going to tell everybody where we're going. They have to listen. 
That's right. Next week, so oh, they can know where we're going, and that will give us another opportunity to do one of our vlog videos. We had we had really good response for yeah. the one we did for Rebecca. We had a lot of fun doing it, a yeah. lot of views on it, and a lot of comments that we've gotten uh, via email or on the actual uh, on our social media. So that was fun, and I think we'll continue to do that. We're yes. just starting to learn really how to do that. Yeah, we're learning, and we're going to learn what hashtags mean too. Now that we've been saying hashtag all the time, I know what they I know. do. Hashtag I, turn a popka gold. You know what? I know what they do, and I know what trending is. I just don't know. I sometimes don't know what is what, it for Twitter. I think what it is is if you if you come up with a saying that is your own, like turn a popka gold. That only means one thing. There's not a bunch of people doing it, meaning a bunch of yeah. different things. If you can get that trending, whether it be in your area or in general, that's a big ticket item. So, for instance, if there's a a national talk show, the best one I can give you is like ID10T with Chris Hardwick because I yeah. watched that one. But if he says, "Let's see if we can get hashtag." Something silly they just talked about. I remember about. when they used to say that on Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. uh, talk, talking Dead? Talking Dead. Yes, yep. okay. So what happens is so many people, millions of people use it and, it and it bubbles up to the top in the Twitter feed because it's now, a, you can go on trending Twitter and it shows, hey, these 10, 20 hashtags are trending. So that'd be wonderful for hashtag turn a popka gold. It would be. Because it's specific to a popka. Yes. And so that could draw more awareness to childhood cancer. Indeed. So use hashtag Turnapopka Gold this month. Yes. Anything you do, if you decorate your door, if you wear a gold ribbon, anything, make a donation, whatever it may be. Right. Remember, we're taking um, donations for Alex's lemonade stand. Yes. And we've gotten a few more of those. And yes. just to remind you, we have a nice size price dash for Al- for the uh, Alex's lemonade stand donations. Doesn't matter how much you donate. Donate, screenshot, email it to us, and you're in the contest. That's right. At the end of this month, we're going to run the names through a randomizer and deploy all of the... all of the prizes. We've got a couple of companies that are actually donating prizes. So so yeah. it's a really good stash of prizes. And I will tell you right now, I don't know why we don't have that many participants. So yeah. your chances of getting a prize are almost guaranteed right now. And it's a good cause. It is a great cause. Oh, and I do want to say one more thing, and I will post a link to this. If you want to join my team this month, I joined the I signed up for the million mile through Alex's um, lemonade stand. And it is where you either walk, you track your walking, your running, your biking, whatever activity it is that you want to do. And you get donations towards the amount of miles that you want to go or that you're going to do. And I think I set myself at 100 miles. Now, Dorian has slowed me down for the first few days, but I'm going to make that up, people. I'm going to make that up. So, um. Anyway, it's just to bring more awareness to Alex's Lemonade Stand, Childhood um, Cancer Awareness Month. So for the whole month of September, I'll be doing that. So I'll post on Finding Dangy too. Now, for clarity, is that walking, running, biking? It's anything. I I mean, they have you choose what it is that you want to do, which I put like a mix of walking and biking because I like to do both of those I things. I like to do biking, so that sounds but awesome. But not running. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so I did not put that on there, but if I do that, then I'll put that on there as well. But you can find out more information at um, Alex's Lemonade or Alex's Lemonade.org. It's called The Million Mile. All right. Well, we'll put a link in the show notes to that too. Yeah, it's pretty and cool. 
I, you know, I think that pretty much wraps for us. You know, we don't, again, we don't have a guest. We could talk us. about all the movies we watched. I don't even remember nah. what they were. So Most of them weren't worth it. Let's just put did, it that did way. We see, oh, you know what? You did. We started <laughs> watching a really old one that she hadn't seen. Angie hadn't seen Gattaca. And that's no. a great movie. Oh, we got to yeah. finish it, finish though. That but I think, um, I think for the most part, we were disappointed. Oh, we saw Us. It was weak sauce. Weak sauce. I thought it was. Anyway. I didn't like it. But uh, anyway, so I think that's going to wrap yeah. the show for today. Well, and you know, guys, we really want to hear from you. Always remember that you can drop a line, say hello, tell us what's on your mind at feedback at findanangie.com or hit up any of our social media. Is that What's that email address once more? Feedback at findanangie.com. That is it. Oh, did you want me to spell it? I think everybody's used to it. No, I just I thought you said feedback at findingangie.com the first time. Uh, I might have. <laughs> Ignore that one. And you can also call us. We love to hear your voice. 407-490-3899. Please drop us a line. Yes. And we already mentioned our hashtags. Hashtag turn a popka gold. And it's always hashtag help more people, of course. And find an Angie. Fine and dangy. There, I got it in. You did get that in. <laughs> and, you know, remember, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all fine and dangy. Lemon date. Lemon date. Lemon date. Lemon date. Lemon date. Lemon the Million Mile is what we're going to go for. Okay. Sounds good and high. And I can put a link in the Let me stop this. Okay. Let's save it. Wasn't a